Hey, hey, this is your host, Troy Smith. Thank you so much for taking the time to kick it with us today at the Nighty Lounge. We got a lot in store for you on today's show, but before we get started, do me a favor. Hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you're hearing this on today. Now let's get to the show. Hey, 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 hey It's your host, Troy Smith Woke Tonight Lounge I'm glad you decided to join in with me today Appreciate you logging in Listening to the live Or listening to the audio version of the Nighty Lounge Got something brief I want to talk to you all about today And that is, number one being Is renting better than owning a home? And number two the most important thing you need to remember when you're actually selling your home in a so-called seller's market. It's like it's something that we always often often forget. If you're a seller, if you're a person that owns a home, sometimes we um thinking about the selling of stuff and not really thinking about the counting the cost part of although you're selling, for don't forget you gotta buy. So we're not going to get into that right now But thank you so much for being a part of the Nighty Lounge real quick We're going to hop in and uh, Thank you for being a part of it Thank you for listening Thank you for joining Thank you for listening to the Nighty Lounge on the podcast version So make sure wherever you're hearing this podcast right now Wherever you're hearing this audio Make sure you subscribe to that channel Head over to the YouTube page uh, Nighty Lounge podcast on YouTube um, And like that page as well And also don't forget that I also am the co-host of the Two Brothers podcast that's, that comes on every Saturday at ten o'clock Eastern. I mean Central, eleven o'clock Eastern, with my boy Trevor, aka the Pie Father. We have a good time talking about everyday events, whatever's going on in in the world today, financially. Uh, we're having an elevated conversation in general, so make sure y'all join on that every Saturday at ten a.m. Central, and um. 11 a.m. Eastern. So we're talking about this right here, right down the screen. You see where it says, is renting better than owning a home? And it really depends on your situation. It really depends on what you got going on because oftentimes we often forget that you had to rent first before you end up buying. I tell people all the time, they may think, um, Man, I'm tired of renting and throwing my money away in the trash. I'm tired of making somebody else rich. And I beg the difference. I don't think you're making someone else rich because that person that owned a house. I've been a landlord before. Uh, my wife and I own a house and we lend, rented it out and stuff like that. And I'm telling you, we wouldn't get rich by any stretch of the imagination. If anything, the person was living there, <laughs> paying their portion, then we're also adding to that. So sometimes it's, uh, we, you may have a person is renting out the house just so they can go do something else. Uh, but they just need someone to cover um, a portion of the rent that they or mortgage that they can't pay or they don't want to pay. But people oftentimes say, I don't want to keep giving my money. Well, I ask someone when they come because I'm a mortgage lender by trade. That's what I do every day for a living uh, for my for the funds to help me take care of a lot of other stuff. And if you need a mortgage, let me know. I always ask people their plans and I ask them, especially if they're a first time home buyer, what makes you want to get into the home buying situation The home buying process Why do you want to buy your own house And the first thing they say He or she may say is that 
I'm tired of wasting my money paying somebody else's bills. Let me tell you this too. Just because you have a mortgage and you have a mortgage and you're not and you ain't paid for cash, you don't really own the house still. The bank own the money or whoever you actually borrow money from. So they actually, in a sense, are still renting too. They just get to write some things off. The benefits of owning a home is that you can, yes, have your own. You actually are a person to have your own. Uh, you can say, this is my house. This is my home. This is my my place. But a good friend of mine told me a long time ago, people are going to have to have somewhere to live. Rather, they're going to live in their car. They got to have shelter. Rather, they're going to live in their car. Rather, they're going to live in a home or apartment. Rather, they're going to live in a hotel. They got to have shelter. So regardless, they're going to have to find somewhere to lay their head at, even if it's under a bridge. But I oftentimes hear people say, I don't want to keep throwing my money away. But if you're renting, sometimes it's for a benefit. Remember your plans. Remember what you're renting for. You need a shelter. You need a place to lay your head at. Doesn't mean you're throwing your money away. If you got a cause, if you got a purpose for it. You never owned a house before. If you, I always encourage people. They never owned a house before. Never been in home by. Never been a homeowner, and they're leaving their parents' house or leaving from a roommate situation or whatever. Uh, or if, let's say if they leaving their parents' house, I always encourage them to rent. See what it feel like to have the responsibility to actually having something that you're responsible for. Because I'm gonna tell you, when you get into buying a house or a condo, or whatever, there's no one you can call to take care of certain things. If that water heater goes out, you gotta be you're responsible for it. If the if the roof is a couple of shingles are falling off, you're responsible for it. If a tornado come through, as we experienced in Nashville, you're responsible for it. You gotta have insurance hopefully to take care of that. You're responsible for everything that happened with that home. So sometimes renting, when you know if you never had any responsibility before in the past, is a good benefit because it's teaching you that responsibility. But say you've been around, you've been renting for a long time. And you've just been comfortable renting. I understand you want to get into buying a home. But you just got to count the cost before you go into that, that area of thinking it's going to be all fine and dandy. You have no type of thoughts, no type of issues at all ever because everything is on you. So when I hear people always say they don't want to throw their money, I'm tired of throwing away. I feel like I'm pissing my money away. And then you ask, okay, what kind of house, what size house do you want? They say two or three bedrooms. Two baths and things like that Start naming out features of the house That doesn't mean this, They don't mean it's going to be a big house Doesn't mean it's going to be a house you probably even can afford There's so many different things you want to just sit down And start really counting the cost about So I encourage you with this Before you get into the house buying process Or actually want to get into Look into the home Just count the cost of And I'm going to have you go ahead and Get a piece of paper out and draw a line in the middle of it Put rent on one side Just like when you plan space Us and them And put own Homeownership on the other side And let's start naming out the perks Of renting And number one when you rent You're not responsible for anything that goes wrong In your place You're not responsible for anything that goes wrong If the toilet floods or mess up or Something happens or something happened in the house You can actually call someone To actually say hey man something wrong with your toilet Something wrong with this you need to come and fix it the con will end up being on the other side of owning or renting a place is that it's not yours. But remember, I said this in the beginning that if you're actually owning a home and you don't have it paid for free and clear, you're still in a sense renting because the bank own it or whoever you borrow money from. It don't matter who it is. They own that house with you. 
they're they're touch, they're in contact with you. Another benefit of renting is the fact that you actually can you no 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 no. no. Let's go back here. The a benefit uh, a con of renting is that you can't do any of your own things to the apartment or wherever you're renting to because as you're renting it. You can change however you want. You can change the paint on the wall. You can do certain things like that on the wall. You can put stuff up. But guess what? When you leave, you got to put it back how you found it or better. Now, when you own something, you can do whatever you want to it. That's the perk of owning a house. The perk is, it's, it's, that's, that's, you can do whatever you want to it. Period. No questions asked. And if you sell it, you might have to update it for someone, but you can just go in there and get it. I mean, get it, get it all done up for to sell it. But you can leave the house as is and walk away from it and sell it. Not walk away, but you can sell it. What's another perk of renting? If you got, if you're on this right now, give me, leave a comment. Let me see here. What our brother see? Let's see. Tell me a perk of, of actually renting for you. If you're a renter, what's a perk that you have? Oftentimes, you don't have to worry about a lot of stuff happening, changing on you. Yeah, rent may go up a little bit a year because you have to. Let me see. Yeah, you know what? That, make, that makes that makes sense. Buying, you're buying, buying. When you do buy money, does work for you. But guess what? Just because you're renting doesn't mean it's still not work for you for that time being. Now, owning a home, owning it. You can actually write some things off. That's the benefit of writing things off. But remember, what if you got a house that actually got to get some some work and things done to it? You don't feel like you rent anything off at that point. You feel like you put a lot of money into it if you don't if you're not in the right space. But I just want to let people know that just because you're renting doesn't mean you're in the wrong spot. Because if you know what your plans are, if you have a good plan in place, you won't be there long anyway. You can move out of that and go to somewhere else. Renting, renting a home or renting a place can be a benefit for you for the time being. Owning a place can be a benefit for you, benefit for you for longevity as well on time being. But say if you want to, I hear people a lot of times say they want to leave legacy to someone, uh, leave legacy for their family. And I've seen in the business I'm in in mortgage, I've seen people leave homes and properties to family members. And it's worse off than when they had it, when they were alive or whatever. I've seen families literally tear up or tear apart because of the fact that they have been left a property and they say, well, mama didn't like it like that or dad didn't like it like that or someone didn't like it like that. So they let it just go just array. It just just falls apart. And it's it's because you left it to them. Some people tell them they want to have it sold or have the family members take the, the house and sell it. And actually split the funds that way. Now let's think about the other thing too. One thing you want to remember when you go in and sell your home and in, in this so-called seller's market, you got to remember one key thing. And that key thing is <laughs> you have to buy. You have to either buy or you're going to be renting. The fact is you, when you get out there, you're going to be doing something else. Yeah, you might make a couple of dollars, but now what you, you know, because you're in the seller's market, and everything is booming. When you try to go buy something else, it's probably going to be end up being double the price. It's probably going to end up being more expensive than the house that you even currently live in or one you even sold. Prime example, myself, we actually sold our house to do some things and make sure some things happen, take care of bills here, do all that because we invested in it. 
But now when we get ready to buy another house or build this next one, it's about double than what <laughs> our old house was. So think about that as you get ready to move. If you're a homeowner, you think you want to get ready to move and take advantage of the seller's market. Have a plan in place. Have a plan in mind. And don't expect things to stay low. Because when you got into the seller's market and sold your stuff, now the people that's actually selling their house, they're doing the same thing. They're doing the same exact thing. They get make sure they actually take advantage of the seller's market too. Let's see. Let's see what we got. Another post said the best perk when renting is that you're not responsible for what happens. Like you said, you can call somebody. That's true. That's the main thing. I, I, that's the main thing I wanted to harp on to touch on. Period. The responsibility of a lot of things as you actually renting are not on you. As it will be if you're the homeowner. Because as you as you start to keep as you continue to uh, start saving your money to actually buy the house or speak to someone like myself to see what you qualify for, um, you don't have to actually worry about putting a lot of stuff into a lot of money and keeping the upkeep on it. If you got a plan, there's some people that's been renting for a long time. They want to get into home ownership because they feel like they are throwing it away. But I don't believe you're throwing money away if it's handling what doing what you needed to do, which is give you a place to stay. Giving you a place to stay, shelter, and having you been comfortable in your unsafety and serenity. I don't think you're wasting money at that. That's what this whole thing is about today. I just want to encourage people. I don't think you're wasting money because you're renting. What are some things that people need to get ready to buy? How much? A lot of things. To get. Well, first of all, you're gonna need some money. I mean, you would. So that's that's you definitely. That's a good question. You want to have start putting away some money to the side to actually start saving. I wish I knew who this was. When you're on the allow, allow the stream yard to actually see your face or comment your face, so I can see who this comment is from. Or if you're on YouTube, go to YouTube and actually get on that one. It'll tell me too. But um, start actually putting money aside, putting money away. And don't just live. And that's nothing. Like you put money away, don't try to go to the penny. Like you know, uh, no, see what I mean when I say about a penny. Um, people say they want to save ten thousand, and they go ahead and save fifteen, just in case. Because when you get into your house, after you put your down payment down, and you're in your home, just in case something starts to come up, you either want to get an extended warranty, or you actually want to start putting having some money there, just in case emergencies come around. That's start saving money. That's the first thing. Number one, make sure your credit is strong. So sometime when you're renting, sometimes you need to sit there and be on the bench for a little while to get your credit stronger. So when you go buy a home and you go talk to someone like myself to try to get pre-qualified for a house, your credit actually shows you're a credit worthy individual. So number one, start saving your money. Number two, start paying your bills off and actually where you can build and strengthen your credit. Make it stronger. When I mean stronger, if you get a 610, make it a 640. I encourage you to get at least at the minimum a 640. Which allow you to do some things And have uh, more opportunities to borrow With a 640 or higher 720 or higher is even better too Getting to 700 but not everybody's there At least get it to the 640 range That's how you That's what you can do Start saving money Pay your bills And actually start building your credit Make it stronger And start really um, Really really thinking about uh, Start talking to some home buyer Homeowners that you actually already know if you never owned before in your life, talk to some own owners you, you already know. What's up, Tom? I know who that is. I only have to see the face. 
But start asking people that you actually already know that actually own a home and ask them what's the perks of owning and what's not the perks. I mean, what's the cons of owning? Because there's pluses and minuses to everything. But Willie, before anybody starts selling their house, I mean, like I, like I said before, if you are a homeowner and you really want to start taking advantage, you might see your house going in, going up in value. I mean, maybe $100,000, $200,000 since when you first bought it two years ago. Just know that when you actually get ready to leave, you say, baby, let's put our house in the market. Okay, baby, let's do that. We're going to get $200,000. Just know it's going to probably cost you another $100,000 plus or $200,000 in the new house you're going to buy. Just keep that in mind, though. So we're not going to be here long, man. I just appreciate y'all joining on and talking great questions. If you got any other questions, let me know right now. Let's go ahead and put some questions on here while we're on the live, and I can try to answer those for you. Sometimes renting a place as you're getting ready to buy your home allows you to actually start saving your money. It allows you to actually start also um, work, start working on paying on bills you may need to pay off to strengthen your credit. So when you talk to someone like me, you'd be ready to buy. But I don't see there's perks, there's pluses and minuses to owning and renting. But I don't think you're throwing your money away when you're renting if you never owned a house before. Oh, Arvid, there you go. Okay, so yeah, Arvid, I don't see your face because, like, if you if you don't allow the uh, the the platform to show your face, it's just gonna show you a comment, but you don't see your face. A HELOC, a home equity line of credit, home equity line, the home equity line of credit is like a large credit card attached to your mortgage, attached to your home. Let me tell you this too, and then we're gonna go in a whole other direction. If you're already a homeowner. And you may think that um, I only have one mortgage on my house, really. And then we go pull your credit and it shows two mortgages because you got a mortgage, your primary place, and you got a home equity line of credit. That's still a mortgage because it's tied to your real estate. When anything is tied to your real estate, that is considered to be a mortgage, a lien. And before you sell your house or refinance it, that mortgage or all liens attached to your house got to be taken care of. Point blank But a home equity, line, a home equity line of credit Is just equity It's a line of credit Off the equity Of your house Of a certain percentage Typically The max amount You can borrow Against your house For a home equity line of credit Is 80% So for example If your house is worth $100,000 You can borrow Up to $80,000 Of that Of your house Now say if you owe eighty, If you owe $80,000 You can't do anything With that That $20,000 You said Well I got $20,000 left that's still there, equity there for you, which is a good thing. We're trying to protect you from going 100% knee deep in this thing. But if it's $80,000 that you only can borrow and you owe eighty, you don't have any equity that we can actually let you borrow against it. So if you owe eighty, I mean, if you if so for your house is worth 100000 we can let you borrow 80% of the 100000 which is $80,000, and you only owe forty. that leaves you a 40% buffer of available credit that you can use for a homemaker line of credit, which is basically a large credit card tied to your property. You only pay what you use. So if there's nothing there, you don't pay for it. You don't pay for any balances because it's a line of credit, like a large credit card. Different from what they call a home equity loan, a he loan. That help answer your question. But man, I'm telling you, it's a benefit being in being a homeowner. Because by being a homeowner, you can do things like that. You can have a homemaker line of credit attached to your property. See, when it's attached to your property, if you have collateral attached to it, it's easier for a bank to want to actually give you money because it has collateral attached to it. 
And if you don't pay me I can go get that house If you don't pay me I can go get that collateral That's just like a car loan A car loan is a piece of collateral It's, it's different from unsecured debt Which is like a credit card itself That's unsecured Like a um, uh, You know one of those uh, jewelry stores You know how they give you a line of credit at a jewelry store There's no collateral to that Because they can't come and get you and get the ring They can't find you to come and get a, the watch So it's unsecured But you can use it as credit But whenever you have something that's attached to um, Attached to A collateral It's going to be easier for the bank to want to give to it Because they can they have something they can come and get If you don't pay Same thing like even at a payday loan place Or uh, world finance One of those um, places like that They ask you And I'm saying it because I've been there before uh, they ask you Name out some things That add up to The money that you're borrowing So if you don't pay it They're going to get That PlayStation That computer you done said That 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 um, that um, The phone Or whatever you done Use for collateral Before they start you know, When they start calling Your friends and family They're going to start Naming those things off That you said That they can use for collateral And they just come and get it um, So Hope it all helped man I hope they helped today For someone I, The reason why I brought it up Once again about renting versus own homeowning is that I hear people all the time say, I'm tired of throwing my money away, so I need to buy a house. And oftentimes when they do that, that individual is not ready to buy a home at all. Their credit could be shot. They don't have any money to put away for saving. And they don't have any money to put away for a rainy day just in case something goes wrong in their house. I've been on both ends of it. <laughs> They have nothing they nothing available just in case something go wrong with the hot water tank or the air conditioning or something like that. The HVC the, the air conditioning heat, when that thing goes out, that can be ten thousand dollars when you own a house. When you're renting something, you call them and say, Hey man, it's hot in this house. We need some fans or something. We need some fans, we need some stuff that get us cool, man, come in here hot. And you don't have to pay that ten thousand dollars. The homeowner does. Just because that person owned the house don't mean they're getting rich. They got some benefits, some opportunities. If they have strong credit, if they have equity in their house, if they don't have any one of those, they written just like you. I'm just saying, I'm just speaking facts. That's just what it is, man. Thank y'all so much for who you are, what you do. Thank you for being on here, showing us, sharing some info, asking questions. If you got other questions, just inbox me. Send me an email at Troy M, at Troy at TroyMSmith.com. If you got questions about financing. Uh, or about um, mortgages or whatever it may be Anything, just email me But uh, we're taking the Nighting Lounge in a different direction We want to start talking about just about anything I want to help people stop overthinking our ideas Maybe you want to get into buying a home Let me know We can talk about your plans and what your goals may be We got people in place that can help you get your credit strong We got, Jazz, uh, we got the Houston Financial Help you get your credit built up um, We got me as lending for getting your home and then we got some people that just going to help you out and actually get some some counseling in regards to financial counseling in general, man. Appreciate you. Uh, make sure I hit the right button on this thing. Probably not. There it is. But man, I appreciate y'all, man. Be good. And uh, we holler at you the next time. Holler.
Hey, before you head out, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Do me a favor. Be sure to hit the subscribe button on whatever platform you're hearing the show on today. Until next time, I'll see you at the Naughty Lounge.